Welcome to KillyCast, the first one of 2019. Uh, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year if we didn't see you over the holidays. I'm joined this week, as always, by my good friend. Andy Kerr, and a Happy New Year and a Merry Christmas as well to all of you lovely people. Yeah, It's great to be back. It's been a very unusual December without a lot of... Um, well, giving you a lot of chat, what's new, what's been happening. And as usual, we're just going to get right back to it. So hopefully... Um, 2019 is going to be an excellent year for the town. We think 2018 was a pretty good year overall. We do indeed. Absolutely. And hopefully this can be an even better year. As always, if you've got something that's happening or you want to bring something to our attention, please do get in touch with us. All the um, ways to get in touch with us will be available from wherever you listen to this or download this. Yep, absolutely. So we'll just get straight into what's been happening. Um, I wanted to start with the pre-Christmas Shop Local Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got so much to talk about we're going to pick a few things that kind of tickled the fancy but that really uh, made me smile because I think it's important to shop locally and I, I like the fact that uh, Alan Brown local MP was out and he visited eight businesses local businesses in the yeah. one day um, so hats off to him for doing that absolutely it might, see, it might not seem like a, a lot just going to eight shops and eight businesses in the town but at uh, least he did spend the time with yeah, them and these I, businesses are absolutely vital to the town there's not one business that isn't yeah absolutely and it was I think it was his constituents constituency so I think it was up in Stewarton as well so yeah. there was a fair bit of travelling between uh, some of the different ones uh, Heart and Soul I liked that he got a photo taken with the guy fixing shoes and yeah. that kind of thing which was pretty smart so um, I well done to him for that and remember if you've got a birthday coming up get people to buy your present locally because that helps the town and it makes that a better place. Absolutely, yeah. And, um, you know, you buy something from a big shop, it's nice and you've put the effort in, but if you buy something locally, then, you know, if it's flowers, it's the flowers they like and these people are going to put the effort in because yeah. they know they need your custom. Yeah, and the money goes back from their tail back into the community, whether it be in wages or whether it be going round the corner to get something for the lunch or whatever. So I think that that is a, a good thing and we should encourage people to do it more. Completely. Um, so next on the, the list that I saw was um, the Brass and Granite presenting the town with their Christmas present, which obviously was one of their AEDs that they've been raising money to do. Um, fantastic, it's going in up at the uh, taxi rank, so it's important. Yeah, completely. It's a good place to have it as well. Um, and it's just good that, well, let's face it, if someone does take a turn on a night out, then... How long does it take for an ambulance to come from Chris House Hospital? Could be up to 10 minutes. Oh, or more. Yeah, definitely. And um, the stats, I'm not sure what they are exactly, but the stats that I have seen for people who get treated within the first couple of minutes of yeah, having a heart huge. attack, the chances of you actually pulling through are so much better than if you yep. have to wait that amount of time. Yeah, absolutely. And, e- and even then, if there is nothing available... Um, you can always remember the um, the Vinnie Jones staying alive technique. <laughs> well, the the idea with this is that if someone collapses when you're near them and you think they've had a heart attack and you phone 999, they've got a database of where all the AEDs are and then a code to get into them. So you phone them up and say, I'm at such and such. They say, go to the taxi rank, get the defibrillator and then take it down to them. And it's, it's idiot proof, you know, it's step by step instructions. You can only zap someone if they've not got a pulse, do you know, so it's it's all these things, the computer or the computer in the AED does everything for you, you just need to attach the things and 
and then finally pressed the button I think yeah I also remember last year I must have been the one show or something when I was having my dinner the idea of um, drones with uh, defibrillators in them now that could potentially be uh, quite good for the future but for now we do need these in places and then again you don't know it's like the ambulance is coming you don't know how long that's actually going to be it's much better to have defibrillators out and about and my hat goes off to the brass for raising awareness and actually doing something about it so they also when they were doing that they were doing their unsung heroes um, series which we were a part of which was very nice from them they were sort of tweeting all the people that have helped them whether like us advertising the stuff that they're doing or people donating prizes or you know, people setting stuff up or whatever that they're doing round about the town that maybe don't get as much publicity as the, the brass does um, for presenting the AD. So we got a lovely certificate that I'm just pointing out to Andy. I'll show him after we've Yeah, we it. We so should probably put that on the um, the Instagram, the Twitter Aye. and the Facebook if we haven't done so Aye. already. My memory over Christmas, as you can probably tell, is fuzzier than yeah. most. Yeah, so that, that was uh, part of it, which was a very nice thing to receive. So thanks to the guys at the Brass and Granite. Yep. Um, so next on my list was uh, Kilmarnock's Tennis Club having their Santa Dash. Um, it looked like all the kids had loads of fun. There was loads of people stoking about with rackets and bashing tennis balls. And, you know, that's the kind of thing that you want to get your kids into. Definitely. I mean, who doesn't like a Santa Dash? Loads of people <laughs> dressed up as St Nick just running around. And saying that, though... Um, I hope it was a Santa Dash that I went to. It might just have been a Santa convention. A <laughs> Santa party. Mm, can live with that. <laughs> Moving on now to the uh, the best bar none pub in the town. Um, I'm glad I've got that right. Um, I'll let you speak about this, Ross, because I'm just going to fall over my own words here. Right, okay. So the um, best bar none pubs around the town have been doing loads of stuff over Christmas, whether it's been raising money for charities or whatever. But the two things that I wanted to point out that a lot of them have sort of started doing just prior to Christmas and then I think they're going to try and run them all year round is the Ask for Angela scheme. Yeah, this is good. Basically, if you feel uncomfortable, whether you're a guy or a girl, you're out on a date or you're in a crowd of people or the guy in the next booth or the girl in the next booth's making you feel uncomfortable and you don't know what to do, you go to the bar and you ask for Angela, whether it be, is Angela working tonight? Has Angela been in? Whatever, that's the code word. And then the staff behind the bar have received training in order to ease the situation and get you a taxi or get you out of any harm's way. So for me, I think it's a, a great idea. Um, it was adopted. I think they're trying to get it in the taxis as well so that yeah. if you get in a taxi with a guy or the opposite way about, you get in a taxi with a girl and you... You feel uncomfortable and you say mm. to the driver, oh, is Angela working on the switch tonight? He yeah. then knows what to do and yeah, can absolutely. help you out. Mm. Just quite common sense, but it seems pretty good. And the other thing that they've been doing is the designated driver scheme. Now, I'm not a drinker, so I usually end up having to drive everyone home. Um, and the idea with the designated driver scheme is that you get a wrist, you buy your first like draft soft drink, Yeah. you get a wristband, and then for the rest of the night, the pub pays for your soft drinks. Mm. Yeah, um, that's a good initiative. Um, I've seen that before. Like um, the last time I was in the cat house in Glasgow, and that was a while ago. <laughs> I was designated driver, and it was only when I was leaving the pub that I um, actually looked over towards the bar. I saw a guy flash his car keys, and then it was like, ah, no charge. That's fine. I'm like, 
why have I paid for four drinks tonight? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's good because the soft drinks can be bloody expensive, and if you're looking mm. after your mates, then yeah, it's, it's good that the public look after you. Yeah, mates. it's enough trouble having to look after their mates, particularly <laughs> if they're my mates, having to deal with that. So it is um, good, and also it, um, it, it kind of eases the pressure a wee bit as well. And I know that sometimes the you might remember the old tune, the fat, ah, come on, take a drink, I, take a drink. Absolutely. Fortunately, that kind of thing happens less now, but I'm not saying that yeah. it doesn't happen. So it's quite good that people can go, no, it's all right, I can have a soft drink, yeah, I'm fine, absolutely. I'm good. Absolutely. And and as I said, they used to just run it over the festive period, you know, so the all of December and then the start of January. But most of the pubs, I think, now are running it the full year round. You would need mm. to check with each individual pub themselves, but a lot of them are running it all year round. So it's just, a, it's just yep. a good idea, really. Good news for all non-drinkers concerned. Yep. And sort of staying with the Brass, who are one of the best bar none pubs, they've teamed up with the Howard Centre um, and they are doing a sort of litter pick. They're actually doing it tomorrow as we record, which will be this mm. morning as the pod goes out. Yeah. Um. And I think they're basically trying to join together. The brass already does litter picks, so they're mm. trying to join together to make it sort of more people getting involved and more area can be covered. Yeah. So if you're at a loose end this morning, if you're listening very early and you do fancy, pardon me, going down to, um, to help out and give something back, then by all means they'll be more than ha- uh, happy to have you. You'll get your um. Your yellow vest, I know that's a problematic phrase right now, but the yellow vest you'll get from the brass are a perfectly good kind. There's yeah. no need to worry. Aye, there's no shouting and swearing allowed in these yellow vests. No, absolutely not. <laughs> um, and I know that like tomorrow or today is their Thursday is their, their sort of first meeting to sort of see what ideas have got going on. But if you if you are wanting to get involved, I think it's one of the uh, is it what is it jogging and picking? I can't remember. There, there's a name for it, and basically, you go out for a nice long walk mm. with the dog or with your family or whatever, and take a bin bag and some litter pickers, and then pick the stuff up. Yeah. Um, and it kills two birds with one stone. So if you want to get involved with something like that, then just nick into the Brass and Granite or into the Howard Centre in the Brass and Granite. Ask for Jamie or David, and in the Howard Centre, ask for Elaine, and they'll keep you right. And they'll tell you when it's it's all getting organised. Yep. Dead easy. Yep. So I'm going to pass over to my good friend Andy and he's going to tell me about Kilmarnock. Specifically. Yeah, specifically <laughs> the football club. Um, I think uh, it's been quite some season um, with uh, Kilmarnock over the course of the calendar year finishing. Um, if the league started in January 2018 and finished on the 29th of December, Kilmarnock would win the league. That's bonkers. <laughs> that is, that is bonkers. I can just I tell you the smile on Andy's yeah. face at the moment has lit up my whole room. I knew, I knew Steve Clark was good, but <laughs> I mean that's miracle worker territory. It really is. Um, in terms of the real league just now, Kelly are third. Um, it's only one point that separates them off of Celtic in first, and then Rangers in second, which again is absolutely bonkers. And I think everybody involved with the club right now has got a real buzz. Um, the only Minor disappointment over the December period since we last, um, since we last met was uh, the draw one each away to Hamilton, where we essentially were our own worst enemy, conceded a needless penalty, Hamilton score and then play like Hamilton for the next, yeah. 
um, for the next I don't know sixty odd minutes. And and Hamilton's your favourite club, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I love Hamilton. <laughs> love the Aggies. Never never shut up about them. <laughs> no, um, I I can't particularly say that I'm a massive fan of uh, Hamilton as an away day, but uh, I'll be fair to them. They um, they sure gave us a tough game. So. Um, if teams want to beat Kelly then they should probably take a leaf out of Hamilton's book mm. the Boxing Day away game at Fur Park which just was a, a cracker from start to finish um, no pun intended Christmas and all that um, aided possibly by the fact that Motherwell used all three subs within the first uh, half hour of the game which I'd never ever seen before it was only on Saturday just there I, with the football not being on in the Premiership right now uh, was at my work at Hamden. I just wandered out to see Queen's Park versus Albion Rovers and Queen's Park had used all three subs by about 35-40 minutes. Was that injury? Uh, yeah, it was actually. It was injuries again, so bizarre. But now that's, you know, twice within the space of about two or three weeks <laughs> I've seen that happen. Like so uh, I don't want that to happen again. That'd be fine. Um, but yeah, good uh, good one one away from home uh, with Jordan Jones scoring the goal. Then... Um, the final game of the calendar year, 29th, um, St Mirren at home. Potentially a difficult game given they're scrapping for their lives. Yep. But um, Kelly 2 0 up on 12 minutes with me missing both the goals. <laughs> and I'm just thinking this is going to be 7. As it was, ended 2 1. Um, but it was still a perfectly fair result, I would say, given the balance of the play. Um, and the wing play from Greg Stewart on the right is just phenomenal. Not only has he made. Um, Hibernian players look stupid over the past month. He's also made uh, quite a lot of other opposition players, including St Murden's defence, look completely <laughs> stupid. If you, any football fans saw Marcus Rashford's kind of elastico in Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's first game, this was better. <laughs> this was better. There you go. Written Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, the club also had their um, 150th birthday yep. on uh, the 5th of January there, which was a, a great night. The club had a dinner at the Park Hotel with um, all three trophies that Kilmarnock have won over the years, excluding the Ayrshire Cup <laughs> present. Um, so uh, you had Ronnie Hamilton and Davy Sneddon, two legends of the 65 title-winning team with the old First Division trophy. You had Kenny Shields with the League Cup, which he won McKillie in 2012. And you also had um, Ray Montgomery and Paul Wright, um, stalwarts of the 97 Cup winning team with Brilliant. the Scottish Cup as well, which is great. And by all accounts, it was an absolutely fantastic night. Uh, even uh, Marie Osmond gave us a wee video message. <laughs> and the most bizarre of all, Brett the Hitman Hart. I saw that one. That's, Aye, that's mad, isn't it? You, you know you're doing good when the Hitman <laughs> says you're pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the uh, Kilmarnock sort of trailer video as well, the 150 yeah. years one. It was excellent, really. It's well very, put very together. good. Um, the one that they put out in November was good, but the the one just there, um, <coughs> that, that was phenomenal. That was like tears in your eyes stuff. If you're a Kelly fan, that's <laughs> absolutely brilliant. Just um, basically, it's a great time to be a Kelly fan right now. Uh, the next game that's coming up is the 19th of December and it's a special one because it's the Scottish Cup. It's the fourth round. Um, Kelly are at home to Forfar Athletic. I've done my research. The last times that the last time, sorry, that the two clubs met was in uh, the 29th of February 1992. That's yes, that, that does check yeah. out. Um, <laughs> I was confused myself. I'm like, mm. But it checks out. 
Um, and Kelly won the game 2-0 um, thanks to goals from Hugh Burns and Callum Campbell. The two clubs just haven't played each other since because, well, Forfra went down and Kelly have Aye. stayed up in the top flight for all these years now. So um, it's uh, £15 for adults, £10 for concessions and fiver for kids if you want to go along. Is that a night evening game? Uh, no, it's uh, 3 o'clock on uh, Saturday the 19th, so... 19th. You will be able to pay at the gate, so just turn up if you don't have a ticket. Alternatively, go in and buy a ticket before the game. You can buy a ticket at the Kelly Shop at Rugby Park or the Kelly Zone in Nelson Street. Yep. And, um, you know, you might want a wee souvenir for if Kelly get to the cup final. Yeah, I mean, get one of the wee gnomes. Oh, yeah, um, you've got your uh, your Kelly gnome Kelly as well. Gnome. Ross is an avid collector of gnomes. <laughs> uh, describe your, your gnome for us. Uh, it's a, I think it's overhead kicks. My wife, she was feeling a bit down. She broke her arm and I got her a, a Kelly gnome doing an overhead kick so we sits beside the rugby ones and the zombie one that Jamie from the Brass and Granite got me <laughs> <laughs> everyone likes a good note yeah he's uh, he's quite a wee player occasionally you'll nip out in the summer months um, we're hoping to look out the window as we do the podcast and see him just do his keepy uppies yep. and run around <laughs> one of the uh, lastly on Kilmarnock um, I should also mention the next game Back in the league is uh, on Wednesday the 22nd, I believe it is. Yeah. Um, Kelly are at home to Rangers that night. Um, it's going to be an all-ticket game and you'll need to buy your tickets um, one hour before the turnstiles open as at that point no more tickets will be available. Wednesday um, the 23rd. Uh, 23rd, thank you, Ross. So uh, ignore completely what I've said, Wednesday the <laughs> 23rd. And uh, as far as I'm aware, it's going to be um, £27 for adults. £19 for concessions and £10 for kids as well. Um, and if you're a um, Moffat stand season ticket holder, you'll be getting kicked out of your seat. However, um, the board have decided to um, reduce the prices if you want to come into the uh, Frank Beatty stand. It's only the Frank Beatty stand, not the East stand. Adults are £15, concessions are a tenner, and it's a fiver for under-16s, which seems absolutely fine. In addition to that, they've also got the half-season tickets that are on sale, and if you're interested in that, you can go to kilmarnockfc.co.uk, or alternatively, you can pop into the Kelly Zone in Nelson Street or the Kelly Shop as well. So, putting you on the spot, Andy, we're sitting here, let's say it's the end of May. Yeah. Have Kelly won the league? Obviously. (laughs) Realistically, um, Realistically, I can see... A European challenge, but the next run of fixtures is going to be very tough. Um, the obviously we've got Rangers at home on Wednesday the twenty third. Um, after that, we have Aberdeen away on Saturday the twenty sixth, which is a tough one. Tricky. And Kelly don't have a particularly good record against Aberdeen. No. Um, however, last time at Petardry we did beat them two 0 so would like more of that. Then after that, we have uh, Hearts at Home on Friday the 1st of February. That's going to be on TV. We'll talk about that near the time. Um, but if Kelly are still sitting third, second, that kind of territory, um, at the end of that, then by all means, we have a title race. Right now, the cynic in me from the Lee Clark <laughs> years is still coming out. So if they take nine points from the next game, Andy's going to put the champagne on ice. Yep, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> so, sort of sticking with football um, in the what's coming up section, um, the Burns Mall have organised the Scottish Cup to come on tour, um, which is going to be here this weekend, the the weekend of the, see how I'm slowing my voice down there, <laughs> the, yep. the, the 12th and the 13th of January um, from 
10 in the morning until 4 in the afternoon it's going to be there. Um, now, I don't know, did you see the video that I put on the, the Facebook page? And yep. it, it had gone to Shetland. Yeah, I saw the It looks the video. brilliant, doesn't it? Aye, it looks absolutely fantastic. I mean, the, the thing about Shetland is with no senior clubs up there, you've got people who support Aye. all sorts of clubs. Um, the Highland clubs, you know, Rangers, Celtic, and then even uh, a Hibs fan as well, which is <laughs> bizarre. But yeah, struggle to find them in Edinburgh, never mind Shetland. <laughs> Shocking, eh? <laughs> Didn't he? <laughs> so, Aye, so it's going to be aside. there, um, and they set up like a, an area around about it that's all mm. like astro grass and they've yep. got like a set goals. And, and there's also three challenges, and if you uh, successfully complete all three challenges, you could win tickets to the final. Oh, perfect! Which is on the twenty fifth of May. Kelly fans, keep that date in your diary. <laughs> Write that down. <laughs> no, um, hats off to the Burns Mall for organising that and getting mm. it all set up. We'll certainly be there on Saturday. Yeah, um, we'll be there on Saturday morning. Yeah, because I think well, I want my photograph taken with the Scottish Cup. No Who doesn't? I, like. I mean, it's uh, <laughs> it's the cup. You've got to get your picture taken with it. Ah, um, absolutely. Of course, Kelly last won it in '97. Could this be the year? Um, I've been saying that for the past. I've watched this going to be twenty-two <laughs> years now, but this might just be the year. This might be it. I think that they're hoping to get some of the players that were about during that season um, mm. back in to sort of share their experiences and talk to some of the fans. So yeah, hey, it's going to be good. Get down there between ten and four this Saturday. Can he beat it? It's definitely. going to be great. Yep. So next up, a friend of the pod, David from Elevate, is starting up a, a walking group in Dean Park. Um, it's going to be Saturday the 26th, I believe. Again, I've written this all down, but it's, yeah, Saturday the 26th. Um, it's free to join. Which is great. Yep. Also, I wanted to shout out there was a Saturday. Do you know there's yeah. loads of walking groups that go on and they're Tuesday or Thursday. Saturday mm. means that you can take your family down or, you know, you're not working or whatever, so... It's a 40 to 60 minute walk, easy, there's no hard climbing or running or anything like that, it's just a, no. a meander around the the Dean Country uh, Park, so yep. go down and, and join in. And it <laughs> is a really, really great place, hopefully the weather on the 26th, fingers crossed that stays dry, because yeah. the Dean Park on a dry day at this time of year particularly... Yep can be a fantastic place just to go out. Um, I take it the dogs will probably be welcome as well. I think on leads, I think. On lead. I wouldn't imagine that you know dogs would be allowed otherwise, Aye. but I don't imagine there'll be a problem with you taking your dog if Aye. your dog is an issue to you joining. Um, and I noticed that David had tweeted that doctors are now prescribing outdoors. Yeah, I've so basically, this. The idea is that if you can spend an hour, an hour and a half in a, a wooded area every day... I would imagine you could reduce that and it would still have a benefit, but it, it reacts with the part of the brain that deals with your mental health in a positive way. So this would be a great idea to, to go out and check that out. Absolutely. And if you are interested in walking and you just don't really know where to start or you maybe don't have the time to join a, a midweek evening uh, walking group or club, then yeah. this might well be what you want. Yeah, blow the cobwebs from away from that Friday night hangover. And, mm. and get out there and get a bit of fresh air about you. Absolutely, it's not my preferred hangover cure, but, <laughs> but it works. I'm willing. Yeah, it does yep. work. Uh, I'm willing. I've been that soldier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so one that I've uh, just remembered and I never put in the notes is the Best Bar None Awards. They're coming up on the fourteenth, which is next Monday. Yeah. And this is when the pubs round about the town discover whether they've got bronze, gold, or silver. 
or if they've not managed to achieve any of the awards, I'm pretty sure they all will. They're all doing their bit. Yeah. Um, it's down in the Park Hotel, and obviously we'll have more details about what went on and who won what and yeah. what it means for the, the we'll, town in the next We'll be board. tweeting them, I'm sure, as they get announced yep. or, or thereabouts. Yep. That's the idea. So um, keep your eyes peeled for that, and we'll have more details yep. coming up. Absolutely. Um, it's also coming up to um, you know the time of year where we celebrate Ayrshire's... Uh, most famous son, and I don't mean Steve Clark by this, of course, <laughs> I'm talking about the bard, Rabbi Burns. Um, it's going to be, um, I'm sure that everyone and their dog is going to have a Burns supper of um, some description, but there's a Burns supper that's coming up at the train station, and that's going to be on the day itself, on the 25th of January. It's from half past seven until ten in the evening. Like I say, it's at the train station. It's uh, £15 uh, for tickets, and uh, if you phone 01563 Five seven three nine six six. That's zero one five six three five seven three nine six six. To book, there's a host of local speakers that are going to be there. All the greats, of course. You're going to have the Selkirk Grace. You're going to have the address to the Haggis, and you never know. There might be a couple of other wee things along the way yeah. as well. Yeah, that'll be a good night. Um, I've been to a few bond suppers in my time, and I I don't know. It's something that I never really hugely look forward to but see mm. once I'm there I always thoroughly enjoy it yeah um, I mean I've I've been to some some dross ones I was at one um, last year in Airdrie of all places and, and <laughs> other than the guy who did Tamashanta who was the highlight of the night it was just very very dull uh, I mean the food was fine but it was just very very dull and I was just thinking I wish I'd stayed at home but other years I've been to them and they've just been fantastic the, the speakers have been great the acts have been great, the music even has been great, and I'm just thinking this is it. So, fingers crossed that the train station's burn supper will very much be of the latter and not the former. Yeah, I'm sure it will be. Um, so, if you work or study at Ayrshire College, then they are opening up their gym for free on a Tuesday and a Thursday between 5 and 9pm. Great chance to get back into straight shape after the Christmas excess. Absolutely, everyone, myself included, has you know, been guilty of overindulging at Christmas. I've not noticed as much because I've been working over Christmas, but it still happens. So yeah. if you do um happen to study there or if you work there in any capacity, you know, if this is the excuse that you've been looking for to actually go down and get yourself fit, this might well be it. Yeah, absolutely. More information you can get on their Twitter page, which is where we saw that it was it was going on. Um but it, absolutely best time to, to do it. Yep, definitely. One thing before we come to the next item I've written down um, that is a quite sad announcement, actually. Um, I don't know if you've heard about RGM Music. Um, unfortunately, this Saturday, the 12th, they're closing their doors for the last ever time. Um, and it's just really, really sad to see them um, go. Unfortunately, they just can't compete anymore with you know various <coughs> online guitar shops. And it's a real shame to, to see them go. Um, however, one... If there is a positive thing that you um, can take from it, then um, you may, if you're a guitarist or you are a musician and you go in the shop, you may be familiar, you probably are familiar with uh, Jamie Tiger Todd, um, who's been the resident guitar tech there for donkey's years now. Um, Tiger is opening his own um, guitar repair service. It's called Tiger's Guitar Repairs. And if you give him a search on Google, then you can... Uh, find his stuff and his services are really really good I take my guitars um, to him all the time whenever I've been having a big show coming up or whenever 
I was involved with Pylon the week before I always made sure I had the guitar in for new strings for a polish and just a quick service of the electrics just to make sure it was good so there is at least one positive from that yeah. but it is going to be sad to lose such a mainstay of the Kilmarnock High Street yeah and this goes back to what we said right at the start of the pod you know you if you don't use these places then they are going to go you, you, you know they, they can't survive on nothing so you, you need to shop local if you don't want to stop these places from, from closing down unfortunately yeah um, so the next thing that we've got in our notes is the Community Sports Trust no it's the Kilmarnock Community Sports Trust it's a mouthful um, and they're looking for new members for their walking football team so if you're over 50 or you know someone that is over 50 and you want to get out and about and meet up with some people and try walking it actually looks pretty fun I've played it before and it's actually as somebody who actually is able to run I'll tell you what it's difficult because it's a foul if you run oh is it yeah yeah it's a foul if you run so you've got to walk um <laughs> And it's good. I actually played it at uh, Motherwell's um, training facility just behind Fur Park of all the places. And it's good. It's pretty good fun. And if you, you don't feel like you're up to fives anymore or you just want to have, a, an, again, an excuse to go out with some mates and uh, lose a bit of the Christmas flab, this is yeah, a pretty good idea. So, yeah. like they say... Or if you want to meet new people as well. Then absolutely. It's good for team building and, and getting to know people. Yeah. So, um, if you want to join in, um, all the info is on uh, their Twitter. Um, I think you can probably also find it from the Kelly website as well if you yeah, look hard enough. So, so okay. we'll provide the links that you need. Yep. Um, and I just want to give a shout out to all the guys and girls that work on the road network uh, at this time of year. Long long nights cold yeah. miserable and they keep the the place pretty much ticking over they come in for a bit of stick when the road's shut or they've been caught in the hop but in the most they do a great job in spreading the salt and making sure that trunk roads are kept open and important places are, are salted so just a wee sort of heads up and say thanks very much to them for, for doing that absolutely um, and you you mentioned as well earlier on to me that uh, you saw a picture of them earlier on in front of the mountains yes, of grit and salt aye, massive man it's amazing I remember seeing a thing on TV a few years ago about a, a salt mine somewhere down in England like you always wonder where does the salt from the roads come from mines aye yep and these uh, these places they play a very very important part because without them you know right. we just wouldn't go anywhere quite literally absolutely and I noticed that after the after the freeze last year there was loads more sort of yellow grip bins have been put on corners of pavements and all the rest of it so you know if you're needing salt and sand and whatever then that's the place to get it yeah I think you have to use it on the public pavements and all that kind yeah. of stuff but it's always a good deed to do that if you've got a, elderly neighbour or yeah or someone who just maybe you want to look out for yeah absolutely be a good neighbour yeah absolutely you should be a good neighbour anyway yeah I would agree there's no disadvantages to to not being a good neighbour no I would agree with that Um, and talking of having neighbours there's going to be 300 new homes built over the next five years in Kilmarnock that's always a good thing affordable homes which is the most important thing by the council Um, so I think they've got an investment of 55 million pounds to spend on the homes um, and I think the, the 20 are going down on Hill Street, down the bottom of where I stay, yeah, there's which are a, going to be disabled houses. That's that's good. Um, it's a good location for those as well, because yeah. at the minute, um, I was driving up that way, I 
to get here, I drove through the town centre up Hill Street, yep. and it's just amazing how much difference it makes. Not looking out at the old yeah. grey shabby yeah, houses that were nasty. there before. I mean, they they weren't the the nicest, most aesthetically pleasing looking houses. Um, but it will be good to see um, that what's currently a big empty space of yeah. land get used and yeah. hopefully make a difference, a positive difference to someone who needs it in yeah, their absolutely. life. The council come in for a lot of stick and whilst, you know. I think people tend to look at things in a polar these days, you know, they're either really bad or they're really good. I think the council do a lot of stuff like this, 300 new homes, gripping the roads, all the rest of it that's really positive and a good thing. Uh, but I think they do things that we could sort of chase them up. They should be building more than 300, in my opinion. Yeah. Maybe I, they've not got the funds or whatever. I, I suspect that's the case. Now, I agree with you, but it's good that they are yeah, at absolutely. least trying to make a difference. Absolutely. And the thing, the thing about the council is, regardless of your opinions of what councillors you voted for, the people who are the councillors, they do care. They the do. reason that they are doing what they do is because they care. If they didn't, they wouldn't be in the role they are. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so finally on the list, uh, work started this week on Dean Castle. Um, now this is exciting. Yeah, it's going to be uh, renovated. Scaffold goes up this week and then I think they start working on the, the stonework um, on the outside in order to make it into a sort of weather tight and water tight museum yeah. in the future so hoping to get some more details of that sort of further down the line in the next couple of weeks months yep. and probably so years there will be a wee bit of disruption I think with traffic going about but the whole of the country park is still open and you're of course you can yep. wander around I once remember when I was maybe about 10 or 11 my papa and I ended up um, going on a tour uh, of the castle itself because I was interested in like Scottish history, like Wallace and Bruce and all that. Yeah, yeah. I remember we went into the keep of the castle where they kept a lot of the swords and the armour oh, and being yeah. amazed. But then when it was time for us to leave and go to the next part of the tour, you know, they turned the lights off and I was with the group. Suddenly I turned around <laughs> outside and I'm like, hang on, where is he? Where's my papa? <laughs> turned out he was still inside just having a good look and he just wondered why the lights had gone off. So, we've been down a few times, Angela and I, and I never get it when it's open. So hopefully, mm. once they've done the renovations, then they'll have sort of steady opening times and, and we'll be able to make the most of it. I really hope so, because it is good. But then again, um, it's so long since I've actually been inside the castle or anything. The last I can really be you know, close to being that was at Illuminate, or I remember a few years ago there were a few gigs up there that were just outside oh, in the kind of courtyard of the castle it. and that was really really good um, yeah. I remember Seth Lakeman coming and being amazed at his tenor guitar with four strings and thinking would I like to play one of them maybe we'll see <laughs> I'm not made of money when it comes to guitars unfortunately <laughs> I wish I was well that's the end of the, the pod for this week we've not got uh, any interviews I've no been out I've been feeling about rubbish in Christmas and New Year so I've yeah. not not done any if you want to be interviewed or you want to tell us about what it is you're doing then get in touch and we can we can organise and set something up it doesn't take too long and I'm actually quite friendly once you get to know me believe it or not this is true <laughs> um, so it just leaves us to say thanks very much for listening if you've enjoyed what you've heard then give us a like and a subscribe always leave us a review we always love getting reviews they're the best bit about it particularly five star reviews there's Absolutely. A, a not so subtle hint <laughs> um, if people want to get in touch with you Andy where can they do so um, probably the best place to do so is either on the, the page and ask for me um, alternatively you can 
view my nonsense Twitter at, at ShandyK underscore. Not that you'd want to, but you know, I'm here for all sorts of nonsense. <laughs> and you can get in touch with me at KillyCast on Twitter and Facebook. And there's an Instagram as well, which I think could be at KillyCast as well, but we don't really keep that up to date. We should. It's our <laughs> it's New Year's resolution to get better at that. Yeah, yeah so. I keep saying it. But um, thanks very much for listening, and we'll see you in a fortnight. See you soon.